On behalf of a wholeness podcast and the Yoga Barber, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians on the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gunai Kurnai Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. Welcome to a wholeness podcast, a healthy home for hair professionals and our clients. I'm your host, Fliss Downs, aka The Yoga Barber. Come on in. Hey, hey, beautiful beings, how are you going? Welcome to the month of October. In Australia here, it is Mental Health Awareness Month and I thought what I could do for this month is actually do a mental health series. And so this is exactly what I'm going to be bringing to you. I am feeling quite nervous. I'm feeling quite anxious. I'm feeling quite emotional to even think that I'm going to be embarking on this journey with you to speak up about mental health, to speak up about suicide um, and share my journey with you. You might even be hearing in my voice right now, I'm a little bit shaky and um, I just really want to bring the realness and the rawness to this because this isn't a topic to take lightly. This isn't a topic to just brush over and pay no attention or compassion to. So what I want to first of all bring to your awareness, the listeners, anybody who is listening to this is I want to prep you for some moments in these next four episodes, the mental health series of a wholeness podcast, I want to prep you to let you know that there is going to be some triggering subjects and comments and words that I'm going to be sharing. And I just want to do that to just make sure that you're going to be safe whilst listening to my podcast. And really and truly, I really want these next four episodes to help people who may be in the darkness and help them come out the other side or even just have a smile on their face. Or maybe it's somebody that knows somebody that could do with listening to an episode or somebody's voice who can truly and utterly empathise with how they feel. I'm not going to apologise in advance for any blubbering on the other side of this microphone because I feel like this needs to be said, this needs to be raw and um, I just feel very blessed and very privileged that I am here and I am going to be sharing with you what I'm going to be sharing with you. So today is going to be the first episode of the Mental Health Series on A Wholeness Podcast. And I hope you're actually sitting at home with a cup of tea right now because that's what I would be doing if I was listening to a podcast or an episode like this. Maybe you're driving in a car, maybe you're out for a walk with your dog or just by yourself. Um, Maybe you're on a train commuting to work. So I do apologise in advance if I make you cry Um, and you're in public. But uh, we should never really say sorry for expressing our emotions. And that's something that I've really learned over my years is to no longer apologise for the way that I feel, no longer apologise for expressing my emotions. So with all of that spoken and said, let's crack into today's episode. 
Now, I felt this topic is going to be the best way and the best place to start. And the reason why I say that is because the topic suicide, which is what we're going to be discussing today, is the final moment of someone's life and we can prevent that. Now, your attention would have been drawn to this episode because of the episode title, Suicide is Not a Crime. Now, I really want to speak about this without any judgment and for this topic to be mutual. And I'm going to do my very, very best to not cry or get emotional when I go through this. I actually wrote this out at the end of last year and... uh, I wrote it out because it was going to be a blog post. It it was going to be a post on my social media. And lots of things were happening in my life at the time that I just felt it wasn't the right time to put this out to the universe. And right now, this feels really fitting. It feels very right to be broadcasting this topic. Suicide is not a crime. I also want this to be objective and from a bird's eye view. And I want to speak about this from a place of curiosity and have a different perspective on it. And I want to speak about this with a ton amount of love and compassion towards myself and others. And I want to look at this topic on a mutual ground and I want to do my best at being non-biased towards this topic despite my own beliefs and despite my own experience. And I aim to question a few things and allow the topic to flow. So with that being said, I trust I have the capability to speak about this humbly. Now, it wasn't until I completed a mental health first aid course with Mind Charity back in the UK in 2016 that I learned the phrase commit suicide was not the correct term to use when someone dies due to suicide. Now, why is it used? Because for as long as I could remember, the phrase commit suicide was such a saying thrown left, right and centre without a care in the world of the original underlining meaning. A phrase I had used for many years, even whilst battling my own mental health struggles and suicidal thoughts and ideations. A phrase still being used and still being used so loosely and in such the wrong context. The phrase commit suicide. With many people being uneducated about this, I want you to think about this just for a moment and ask yourself, is suicide a crime? After being educated around this and doing my own research, I found there are countries in the world where people who attempt but do not complete suicide are then punished. That trying to end one's life was, and still is in some countries, a criminal offence. Where the person will get penalised and receive a fine or even face one to three years imprisonment for whatever reason they do not die from the attempt. Now, I found this information out from The Guardian, dated on the 9th of September 2021. And I will put any references in the show notes. Did you know laws criminalising suicide date back as far as 162 years ago? I bet you didn't know this. And this is why I'm here today speaking about this. Unfortunately, and very sadly, suicide is treated as a crime in at least 20 countries such as Nigeria, 
Kenya, Bahamas, Bangladesh, and these are just a handful of the countries that I could find on several articles. It wasn't as readily accessible to find out the specific countries which still have this as a law. And I can 100% tell you, I do not believe this is the way countries should handle people in such desperate times. Now, let's look at the word commit. It's a verb and it stands for perpetrate or carry out. In brackets, a mistake, crime or immoral act. It is not a crime to end one's life. Suicide is not a crime and people do not commit suicide. Since learning commit suicide is the wrong terminology, in the early years of this knowledge, it ruffled my feathers hearing the people say he, she, they commit suicide. These days, I now softly acknowledge whoever uses this phrase in front of me. And I like to use this time and that moment to educate the person who's using it so innocently and naively like I once did. Last year, I was in New Zealand with a friend of mine and she used the term. I kindly brought up the knowledge that I now have and we had a beautiful conversation around people ending their life. We were both present with one another and explored it together. And I hope with this episode... I have made you reconsider your words around suicide and maybe even you too will educate the next person who uses the phrase. I can give you a couple of examples of what to say instead of commit suicide. You can say things like they ended their life through suicide or they completed suicide. I truly know I've educated more than one person around this topic since 2016 and I'm going to keep on educating people. This, I believe, needs to go far and wide. On the website unitedgmh.org, it states, suicide is the leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds globally. And yet it throws me to have witnessed when raising funds for mental health charities, people are not willing to donate. Yet for those who raise funds for such an illness like cancer, The donations are considerably higher and people are more forthcoming. I'm still wondering why and what is it about these charities that make them different? It's said mental health is invisible, but cancer can be too. Do you not think? I'd like to illuminate that mental health conditions are not necessarily invisible. There's many symptoms that can signal a human experiencing depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts and ideations. Now this can be for a future mental health episode and one I'll bring you in 2024. So why is it that people will be far more willing to donate to a cancer charity than mental health charities? When more people die of suicide than HIV, malaria, breast cancer or even war. In 2019, more than 700,000 people died by suicide. That's one in every 100 deaths. For every person who dies due to suicide, 20 more have attempted suicide. At some point in the last year, I found a post on Instagram which said, some people were not designed to deal with life. And when I saw that, I wholeheartedly felt that. And although that quote got me, I also felt it was really beautiful 
I understood and I understand why some people do end their life. Now I know that not everybody's going to understand that. And I also know that not everybody is going to believe that and have that opinion. And that's absolutely okay because we are all entitled to our own opinions and feelings around this topic. Some of you may have experienced the loss of somebody in your life because they ended their life through suicide. Some of you might be very angry with that person who you've lost. Some of you might have even tried attempting to end your life. Some of you may experience suicidal thoughts and ideation like I have. And some of you may have never, ever experienced what it's like to feel depressed, to feel suicidal. And you might not understand it, you might not get it. And that's okay too. I think what we need to do in this world is to keep compassion and keep love thriving. Because ultimately, when somebody is in such desperation, and when somebody is so low and has the thoughts of not wanting to be alive... They just need love. And now sometimes when you're in that position, speaking on behalf of myself, you don't know who to turn to. And if somebody's name does pop into your head, you're too damn fucking scared to reach out to that person. So this is my message to you, to you who's listening. If you have any, any thoughts on not wanting to be alive or you've got concerns over someone's mental well-being, either reach out to somebody for help or reach out to that person to help them. Now, I know it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to approach somebody um, on either receiving ends. I've been on both receiving ends. I have been on the end where I felt suicidal and I've reached out to somebody. And luckily, in that moment, I did. And... I've also been on the receiving end of having to ask somebody, are you wanting to end your life? And do you have a plan? And do you have the means to end your life? Now, these are really, really strong, important questions to ask somebody when you have an inkling that they may be suicidal. They're big, scary questions to ask, I promise you that. But those three questions... Are you feeling suicidal? Have you got a plan? And have you got the means to end your life? Are so, so important. Trust me, it can save someone's life. Now with all of that, you may have felt a shift in your emotion. And I hope that shift is for the better. It's for the positive. I hope that I've educated you on a topic that you might have not known much about. I hope I've helped educate you a bit more about the taboo topic yes it's a topic that's being discussed far and wide yes it is a movement on this planet and my goodness me have we got a long way to go until we can reduce the the suicide statistics but I'm a firm believer that over a period of time putting things into action and implementing things we can reduce the statistics of suicide On next week's episode, I talk about a charity that I was once raising funds for and why I stopped raising funds for the charity. Again, it's going to be another emotional and moving episode. 
But I truly, truly encourage you to listen to these episodes, to come on this journey with me on this mental health episode series, because you just might learn something or you just might feel connected to me and you just might decide to stick around or you might just decide to reach out to that person that you've got concerns about. So stay tuned for the remaining mental health episode series in October, Mental Health Awareness Month. If you've been listening to me for quite some time or even just tuned into this episode, you found it fun, enjoyable, insightful, inspiring, educational, then please do hit follow. Please do subscribe. Please do share, like, comment, leave me a review. The greater reach I get, the bigger and better this podcast can get. Join me every Wednesday for a wholeness podcast. I'll catch you real soon. Peace, love and light.